Shalom Abrach, we are at the Chagigo Daf Yud Test. Today's Daf talks about the kavana necessary when going to the mikvah or washing hands on the tilasadayim. What happens if a guy goes to the mikvah stab without any kavana? Is it possible to change one's kavana for his mikvah? Change the status of his tevila? And at what point? And how does good asig and good aches work when it comes to mikvah water? Fascinating idea. We pick it up when the Gemara tells us at the end of Yerchesim Abayz that if a person washes his hands and he has in mind to be metahar them, then his hands are tar. If he did not have in mind, then he's tame. The hands remain tame. Same thing if someone toivels his hands. He must have kavana in order for them to become tahar. Aye, the Bryce tells us that even if he, the guy had no kavana, his hands are still tahar. So if Nachman says, well, it depends. They're tahar to eat chulin, but they're not tahar to eat miser. To touch miser. Calls again for chuma. Wait, who says that chulin does not need kavana? Where do we get this from? So now we try to bring a couple of ayahs. How do we know that one does not need kavana when going to the mikvah or washing his hands for chulin? So here we have a Mishnah that tells us that if a wave, a huge wave, that contains 40 saw, this is not that big, waves are gigantic, a 40 saw wave flies out of the ocean and splashes over a person, or, or Caleb, they were just super dunked in a mikvah and they are tar. Now since our Mishnah over here, says that the wave is metahar, a person and Kalim, it compares the two. Just like Kalim can become tahar without any kavana, so to a person can be, will become tahar without any kavana. The Tzlach points out that this is a Chiddush because I might think that Kalim can't think even if they wanted to, and Adam can, Kamash Malan, that Adam and Kalim are exactly the same, that neither need kavana. Frank the Gemara, who says that that was actually the case in the Mishnah? Maybe the guy had kavana. He went to the beach waiting for the first tsunami to hit him. So we had kavana to be tahar. Well, the Gemara says, well, what would the Chiddush be there? That's like going to the mikvah. Look, because I might think, oh, well, two options. Maybe there's a gazera that the guy's going to go into running water, like a waterfall, and that's not going to work. He's going to think it works because he, that the wave works. Or I might think that maybe since the top of the water, the arch, is disconnected from the ocean, the bottom of it we, which is consuming the surrounding, enveloping the Adam and Kalim should not be kosher either. Come Ashmalon, it does. And we're not geyser. The Tver Shlema here says that a Talmud Chacham is often referred to as a Mayan Hamiskaber, a raging river, because we see over here that if, even if the water is detached from the ocean, it can still have the power to be Metaher, so too a Talmud Chacham is so strong that even when his Talmudim are disconnected from him, even if they are not in the base Medrash, they still have the Koyach of the Talmud Chacham to be metahir them, to keep them close to the Rabbanu Shalom. Oh, that's a Tfilah Sadaf. And we always stay connected to Arabeim to attain connections to Arabeim that keep us connected no matter where we are. But we know the arch is not a Tahar it's not a kosher mikvah up top because uh, the Bryson tells us that you're only allowed to be toivel at the bottom but not on the arch because that's, it, that's in the air. That's disconnected. Uh, you have to be in a grounded mikvah. 
LMI, so how do I know, back to our question, that be, being matvil, going to the mikvah for chulin, does not need kavana? So this we learned from a Mishnah that says that if some fruit fell into a stream, in Amas Hamayim, and a person uh, puts his hands, his tummy hands in to take out the fruit, even though he had no kavana to be able to tire his hands, his hands become tar. Plus the fruit do not fall into the category of bechiyutan to be mekabal because you had no interest in having this uh, liquid on the fruit. However, if the guy put his hands in there to be his hands, to clean off his hands, then his hands are tar and the fruit are mekabal tome. Tome, tomo, mekabal tomo. So here we see that the guy had no kavana and his hands were still tar. So for chulin, that's enough. You don't need kavana for chulin. Moving on, the Gemara tells us that Rabbah asks Rav Yechran, Hey! I don't know how to say hey in Aramaic. Hey! We just learned that you don't need any kavana for chulin. For tevila for chulin. But we learned that if someone toivels in our Mishnah, we said, if a person goes into the mikvah for chulin and he's huchzak lechulin, he has in mind, I'm doing this for chulin, then he's good for chulin, but he can't eat meiser. He's still not Torah for meiser. But you see that he has to be huchzak. He actually has to have like a chazaka. He has to have kavana that he's toivling for chulin. Sounds like you do need kavana. He said, no, 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 no. So what I wish to meant was that even though he had in mind for chulin, he's still usher for meiser. But even if he didn't have in mind for chulin, he's still toivled for chulin. That's enough for chulin. Now the Gemara asks, when we say that a person toivels and has no chazaka, he has no kavana at all. Right? So the Mishra said, it's ke'ilu lai toival. It's as if he didn't go to the mikvah. Wait, does that mean that he? It's as if he didn't go at all, and he's still just as tummy as before when he went in. I thought he said he doesn't need kavana. So the gemara explains. It means that it's as if he didn't toivel for meiser, but toiveling without kavana is still good enough for the bottom level for just for the prishim for chulin. Uh, but it's not going to help for for anything that requires that demands a level of tahara. The rabbi didn't really like this answer, so he went out and found a brisa. Which tells us that if a person toiveled without any chazaka, without any kavana, then even though he's Oster for Meister, he is Motor for Chulun. Bam, there's your answer. Comes along Rabbi, Rabbi Elazar. He says like this If a guy goes into the mikvah and then he comes out, and then afterwards he's out of the mikvah, he is allowed to now decide what level of Toiveling, he wants to acquire. Our Mishnah said there are different levels. You could table for Chulin, for Meiser, for Truma, for Kachim, for Achatas, for the Paraduma over there. So Rabbi Lazar is saying that you're able to decide what level your Tefillah was even after he ascends from the bar, from the water. Flag the Gemara, really? You could be standing on deck and now decide what your Tefillah was for. We learned. Yeah, we have a Tesefta that tells us that if a person's foot is still in the water, then if he originally went in for Meiser, he can now upgrade and change his mind and be like, oh, you know, actually, I want a table for Truma. But that's only if his foot's still in the water. But once he comes out, Tesefta tells us, he has no Chazaka, he, no, he had no Kavana, and he can't uh, decide what he wants his Tevila for. So the Gemara clarifies that the Septon says, no, when you're inside, you're still in the mikvah, 
even though you had already picked what level you want the tefillah to be on, you can change the level. But once he came out, if he had no intention, he had no specific kavanah going while he was in the mikvah, then he can now decide on deck. But if he had a specific kavanah while he was tefillahing, then, now that he's out, he can't change the kavanah that he had when he was actually in the water. So the Gemara just picks on one aspect of Rabbi Eliezer and, and says, uh, who is this Tana that holds that if you still have your foot in the water, that's enough? It still counts like you're in the water. At least to pick what, le- what level you want if you didn't pick yet. So Rabbi Padas says that it's Rabbi Yehuda. Because we learned in the Mishnah, if we have a mikvah that's Exactly, exactly 40 sub, it's simtsum. And you have two people that want to use the mikvah. So uh, the first guy who goes in, he went into a kosher 40 sub mikvah. He's tar. The second guy who went in is missing all the water that came out with the first guy, and he's still going to be tame. But Rav Yehuda says if the first guy sticks his foot into the mikvah while the second guy goes in, then the second guy is still. Will, will attain the level of Tahara as if he's in a 40 saw mikvah because all the water that is on the body of the first guy connects with the water in the mikvah using the halachic law of good aches. That everything that's up top is halachically drawn down. This is a, a famous sugya in Masech We consider all the water that's up top since it's connected to the water with the guy's foot, to be part of the 40 sa, to complete the 40 sa. Rabbi Nachman Rabbi says that the machlekes here is only for a tumid rabbanon. But for someone to go from tumid tahara, everyone agrees that the, the second guy is going to be tummy. That's Rav Padas. The Chachamim will let you use good achis to get rid of one of their taharas for an oyen mechusakpurim, but for a tumadar raisa, that's not gonna work. And the reason why Rapidas picked Rabbi Yehuda was because the Chachamim would say that even the Rabbanon tumais would not work in using the the cheat key of good aches. Some people learn the opposite. They say that Rabbi Nachman Avua says that the Machlekes is Dafka going from Tuma to Tahara. But when it comes to just the, the, the Raisa stuff, but when you're only dealing with Dirabana and Tevilais, then everyone would agree that the second guy is Tahar. Even the Rabbanon would agree that you can use Good Aches. And that's not like Rav Padas, who only picked Rav Yehuda, because Rabbanon would actually agree. So why didn't Reb Padas also say Kfidah Abadon? So this is not going like Reb Padas. Now Ul asks, well, Rabbi Huda says that we're allowed to use good aches to bring the water down. Would he also agree that you could use good asik to bring the water up? So the Gemara answer is that we have a case where we have three pools of water in a stream. The top and bottom one only have 20 so. That's not enough. The middle one has a kosher mikvah that has 40 so. There's a little channel of water of rainwater that goes between all three. So, Rabbi Yehuda says that Rameir holds 
that he's even allowed a toivel in the top one. We see that the water can also go up. In fact, the Gemara I, the Brisa says, Ramirez says you can toivel in the top one, but I say they toivel in the bottom. Upon hearing that, Uh, they told Ula, yeah, you're right, but if the, if the Brysa says that, he says that, and review the will say that only good achis, but not good asik. It only goes down, it doesn't go up. Reb Meir would say it even goes up. Next, the Mishnah had said that if someone goes to the mikvah for chulin, then it works for chulin, but not for miser. This, the Gemara tells us, is going to feed the Rabbanon. He said that there's